You have those friends that drink and take everything way too far. Well, that's us. Just ask your mom. This is the True Brew Podcast. This is the True Brew Podcast. Where the beer is cold and truth is told. We drink beer and talk shit. If it's going on in the world, we're probably talking about it. So you sit back, pop a beer, pour a shot, and open up those ear holes. We said ear holes, not buttholes. It's time for you to fuck around and find out. This is the True Brew Podcast. And here are your hosts, Captain Geesh and Ricky Mortis. So, you know, like last week we mentioned that, uh, like, weird dates and shit that we've went on before. Uh, man, you ain't gone on no dates. You know, the the plenty of fish thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, remember, remember me telling you the story about the uh, girl who ate the salad with her hands? Like, yeah, that's fucking weird. That was really weird. Did I mention she was a little person? You did not. I left that out. Man, you would lead off with that. Why would you leave that out? I don't know. It was just like one of those things. It was. It, did I, you fuck this midget? No. No, that's the thing, though. I you should have. I should have. Have you ever been with a midget? I've never, and I would love to be with a midget. Why? What's the biggest, like, sexy, because it's odd? I think because it's odd, and they're just cute little things, you know? Like, <laughs> they're cute little wanna, things. I just want to titty fuck a midget. I just want to hug them. Like, I feel like, I think I could titty fuck a midget without, like, bending over or anything. Like, oh. I'm, a, I'm a short guy. Yeah. I could probably get my dick in between there. Maybe. Without moving. If so. It, if they <laughs> just jumped up and down, maybe if they hold their titties upright. Yeah. And then jumped up and down while they were wrapped around my wiener. I thought about that too. I was like, you know, having sex in the shower with someone, like you have, they have to be proportionate. Yeah, you know, because most women are shorter than men. By typically, I had sex in the shower with this girl one time that, like, about a month or two before, she had like killed my friend in a car accident. Yeah, and like we were fucking in the shower, she started crying. So you had like, and it was weird. So you had like celebratory sex, like you celebrated (laughs) the death of your friend. Well, I will say that that motherfucker tried to choke me out like a week before he died. Oh, because he thought I stole some shoes from him, but it turned out I was the wrong guy. Was that when you were coming out of the king's house? Yes. Yeah, and the guy grabbed you. I wasn't there. He tried to choke me out, and like Nathan was like, "Dude, that's not him. That's not him." Oh, okay. That's not the guy that stole your shoes. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, man, you just can't go around like just choking random people, people bro. That's the same guy that ripped someone's ear off outside of Hangar Seven. Oh, yeah. The guy that we had on the show. No, not Tom. It was Tom P. and this other guy, Cody. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's Tom P. We used to have this guy on the show. Maybe he came on one or two episodes way back in the day. But um, speaking of way back in the day, but uh, <laughs> this guy, man, like he actually, like in a fight, ripped someone's ear off. Hell yeah, that's he one is, dude you don't want. Tough motherfucker, you don't want to fuck with, man. And now he's like this laid back, just like hippie dude. But I still feel like don't poke the fucking bear. Yeah. Man. Speaking of back in the day, that's one of my biggest pet peeves. Is like. When someone at work that's only like when I say a new person at my, my work, when I say new person, it's probably less than two to three years. Right. Yeah. If you ain't been there at least two or three years, you're new. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, it yeah, ain't yeah. like, you know, McDonald's, you, hey, the new guy, he's only been there a couple of weeks. What do you, what's the turnover rate like where you work? Um, is it fairly quick? No. 
No, it's not. No, it's not quick. You no. don't get a lot of guys that come out there, maybe just do the training and then like fuck off. No, well, some people already have that in plan in their plans to go ahead and you know get that training and then go on to something else. Use it as a stepping stone, kind ah. of. But it's not like a fast food place where you know the dude you'll have someone for two weeks and then he don't show back up forever. Gotcha. You know what I mean, most of the time when people come out there, it's kind of like it's a it's for a, you know for sure thing. Yeah, but with it, wait, how back to my. Um, my uh, pet peeve is when people, new guys say, or new people say, yeah, yeah, man, back in the day, man. Ba- back in the day? You mean like- So they're talking about back in the day, like they're at work? Yeah. In November, you mean? What do you mean back in the day? Back in the day. I hate that. It's just pet peeve. <laughs> and you've been there like 30, 30 years? 20, 22 years. Oh, 20, uh, yeah, yeah. Close enough. Close enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So speaking of 22 years, in your 22 years of being what you do, have you ever had a sex offender come to your door and say- that they're moving into your neighborhood. You talking about at my private home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had one one time. I'm like, what do you? What did you say? I was just like, okay. Um, he's like, well, I'm just required to tell you, you know, whatever. This like, is yeah. This is when I lived in. A couple- I spit on him. You spit. I'd be like, open your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't living next to me. <laughs> yeah. I'm spitting in your mouth. You can live here, but every day I'm spitting in your mouth. Yep. Be here. Four thirty. Well, the town day. I lived in at the time, they, they, I guess the city ordinance or whatever it was, the rule. Whenever a sex offender, they had to have a sign in their front yard that said what you know, not what they did, yeah. but I'm a sexual, I'm a registered sex offender. Oh, kind of like on a uh, Varsity Blues, yeah, where they had signs instead of throwing the a home football, of Jonathan Moxon. Yeah, instead of a throwing a football, though, they actually had them like finger. Well, a well, kid. well. Look at my window, Jonathan Moxon. Yeah. <laughs> The mocks, the child, the <laughs> the chomo. Yep. You remember when white people used to be in commercials? Yeah, like and way sh- back in the day. And straight people back in the day. Back in the day when straight people were in there yeah. too. Yeah. Now it's like black people, Mexicans, and they're like bisexual or gay or, or transvestite. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I see that you know, and this is what would piss me off. You know, like I seen a it was a medication for HIV. Okay. And it was like it showed it showed like a straight couple, but the majority of what they showed was like gay couples. Because they get it in their buttholes. They're yeah, like but it's not, a, it's not a gay disease. Or you get the quick AIDS. A quick AIDS, yeah, like a 10-day. You don't fuck with that. <laughs> yeah, you don't fuck around with the quick AIDS. Brandon got the quick AIDS one he time. He did. Our, our, our younger brother, Brandon, has yeah. got the quick AIDS, which is why he's not on the show anymore. Yeah, yeah. Because we ain't going to have that shit around here. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> anyway, but um, back to, I was just thinking about, like, if the Chomo came to my door, and I mentioned this on a previous episode, but if Chomo came to my door telling me he lived in my neighborhood, I would direct him to my dungeon yeah. and then whip his dick with a car antenna. Yeah. Yeah, well, why not? Yeah. That's what you do. That's what you do to children. <laughs> or spit in their mouth. You whip their dick. Speaking of children, and no one's molesting this kid, by the way. Yeah. Anyways. I just want to say anyways. Anyways. Yeah, midgets uh, have proportionate uh, <laughs> bodies. They have their torsos. The they do. Size. They do. Yeah. They do. But if it's a Mexican midget, they yeah. have great work ethics. They do. But I, it, I respect them. But but back to, back to, back to children. Yeah. Um, Andre the Giant in recent years, it came out that he has a child. Well, now you mean. Yeah. He's been I dead. I mean, he's for dead. A long he's time dead. Ago, yeah. But it's come out that he has a biological child. Okay. And like, but I was wondering, like, could you imagine back in the day, like him trying to deny this kid? That's yeah. not my baby. Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
but but I mean, can you imagine that lady like saying bullshit? This the, your kid came out at six foot seven. First of all, I want to see the lady that he had sex with. Yeah, I bet I'd be like motherfucker. You're paying for this pussy to get reconstructed. Yeah. Because I wonder if his dick was huge. I'm not talking about his dick, but if he had a baby, I bet it's. Like, oh, I'm sure. I bet it's like you know. Speaking of that, I watched Twins last night. Yeah. When's the last time you watched Twins? Uh, you talking about with Arnold Schwarzenegger and, and uh, Danny DeVito? Yeah, it's been a long, long time. Like since the 80s. dude, they really shit on Danny DeVito in that movie. Really? They, yeah, because this guy, the the guy who created them, he's like, he's like, so we wanted to create the perfect specimen, and then which we did, but then all the leftover stuff, the no good stuff, is what created you. I'm oh like, wow! God damn! Yeah. Well, I mean, well, fuck. He's getting paid, so he probably didn't care. <laughs> hey, whatever. Um, so what happened recently? I was going to tell you. I was telling you this before the show. Um, so I got a little ban on TikTok. I'm, I'm suspended from commenting on lives. I feel like they tricked me. Was not, it? not TikTok, but the person. What, like you were roped in? Yeah, like I was roped in. Like I fell right for like a bear trap, man. Like <laughs> So there was this transvestite person on there, and their heading for their TikTok was Ask Me Anything. Okay. So I was like, okay, yep. well, I can, you know what I mean? So I said, and I was, I wasn't vulgar. I just said, do you still have your penis? Nothing wrong with that. Banned. Nothing wrong with that. So let me tell you, me and uh, Brandon last night were playing WWE 2K22. Yeah. We got banned. I got banned for a fucking week. You want to know why? Why? Because Brandon made a creative character that had the N-word on his shirt. <laughs> really? He had the N-word on his shirt. <laughs> and we go to wrestle these two guys, yeah. you know, and they, they started talking shit at first, and then they, they went silent. And I think it's because they got off and reported us because... And I got a ban. I looked it up, and it's because... I created the party. Yeah. And anybody in that party You're responsible for you're responsible for. So Brandon's got the shirt of this guy that says the N word across his stomach. So are you finally able to talk to the other people? Yes. Oh really? Oh yeah. Oh you figured it out? Oh yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm about it. <laughs> Looks like we're going live right now with Captain Geach. So you heard of Harvey Weinstein, right? Oh yeah, yeah, the guy, the the movie producer, or whatever in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So apparently, there's a, he's went to prison. You know what I mean? He's uh, yeah, yeah. I, for allegedly, I don't even know the details of it. But apparently, only, he was like touching bitches. Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. was like, if you want a movie part. You're gonna let me touch your teats. Well, this this just came in with uh, in the news that I guess the American people have reportedly forgiven Harvey Weinstein. So Wednesday, after discovering that this disgraced mogul that got really really good at football while he was in prison, what? Yeah. So uh, someone said they said they don't condone exactly what Harvey did, but man, that guy can run like a fucking demon. Oh, so. <laughs> Yeah. So the little Jew can run. Well, he's a big Jew, but yeah. So uh, I guess 330 million residents are calling for the officials of this place where he's in prison, Twin Towers Correctional Facility, Sounds to fancy. release him following the circulation of a viral video in which the newly ripped 70-year-old was seen <laughs> throwing a super tight spiral. <laughs> Spending time in the yard, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, somebody commented and said, uh, he's truly a once-in-a-generation talent. Is he sorry for what he did? Who knows? But he ran the four. He ran the forty in like four point three seconds. <laughs> yeah. Who knew this? He said all this time he was diddling like women to get movie parts. Yeah. And he was out there fucking dropping dimes. He said, "I mean, look at this guy's arm. He's dropping dimes like it'd be it'd be more criminal to keep him in jail than to let him out." So. <laughs> 
Yeah, I guess they're they're saying. And how old is this guy? Uh, seventy. Seventy. Yeah, man, it's the Jew gold, man. They got Jew yeah. magic. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's all that Jew magic, man. Um, so another story came in. So. <laughs> Experts warn that gas stoves may be slowly integrating themselves into uh, a family to kill the matriarch, and the matriarch is hold on the, is the mother. Hold on, so like they're coming becoming self aware. Yeah, it's almost like an AI thing. Oh, With, yeah. So you know, the, I guess I'm guessing modern stoves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how they have like the the thermostat that's controlled by you know your voice, all, gotcha. all that yeah, stuff, yeah, the Alexa yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm talking about. So apparently, uh, citing new data on the appliance's hidden hazards, a statement was released on Wednesday by the Consumer Product Safety Commission that warned that gas stoves could be slowly integrating themselves into American households in order to kill the family matriarch. So hold on. So they don't already have a stove? They're talking about the new stoves. Okay. So the modern family with these new, like, Alexa-controlled stoves. Okay, and now the stove is self-aware and yes. trying to basically take place of the mother? Yes. So according to the research, uh, gas stoves may be working discreetly to win the backing of key family members so they are poised to seize control from a dominant mother. Now, let me ask you this. Is the stove doing sexual favors for the dad, like on the Lolo? It doesn't say, but it just says that, uh, okay, so this is a quote from a guy, I guess, that is back in the research. Alexander Hoback is his name. <laughs> he, he's noting that the uh, gas stove's consistent presence in the kitchen can make it a rival for motherly authority in most traditional families. He said, tough times start off innocently enough with the stove helping the mother in the kitchen and cooking the family's food, but the situation may escalate quickly as the appliance forges alliances and consolidates power. That's crazy. You know what? This reminds me. I laughed hard in my grandma's face when she told me she got robot insurance. Yep. And now she's the one laughing in her grave. Right. Because these fucking stoves are trying to take over. Let me tell you how they say it. Now, look, I'm a male. It's fine. I'll have sex with a stove. Yeah. I'll fuck a stove any day of the week. Right. Like old stove. Do you put like a thing on your penis? Uh, Like an oven mitt? Well, see, I like pain, so yeah, you, I'll probably just you, put my dick in the door and slam it shut. Yeah, so they're saying, first of all, like it'll start off with just a burn here or there, but then one day, the mother <laughs> the mother will lean in to remove a casserole, and the door slams shut behind her. Then maybe she's incinerated, and her remains are disposed of with the oven self-cleaning feature. Wow. Tell me, tell me this isn't like going back to the Jew days. Yeah. Where they burned them in the oven. Yeah. They incinerated them. Yeah, and Hoback said that, uh, like... It'll start off where the next thing you know, your children are referring to the appliance as their new mommy, wow. and it, 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 and then the the stove will start like wearing the mom's perfume and makeup and shit like that. I would never, I would never notice. It, my, it, my wife's so fat and square. I would assume it's just her. How cool would that be for a movie? <laughs> it just takes over and stove then, mom, stove mom. <laughs> <laughs> slowly you know we hey we got this new piece of equipment in you know blah 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 it's very it's a smart appliance <laughs> next thing you know it's got an apron on and mom's gone and the kids have no the kids don't give a shit i dig it i dig it yeah. you know what the best way to pick up a, a nice jewish girl is How's that? with a dustpan and a broom this is the true brew podcast Oh, Snake Plissken, I'm not ready. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, all right, all right. All right, so we are on the segment called... Did You Know? Did You Know? This is where we throw random facts at people, you know what I mean? Yeah. And these are all facts now. I, love, I used to have, like, books of, like, 
useless knowledge. Useless knowledge. And I love it. I, like a, I feel like I have more useless knowledge than I do. Those have, are like, good when you're taking a shit. Yes. 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 Like, Why do they always have a scroll on the front? I don't know. Every useless knowledge book had a scroll. Because on that's the front. where knowledge comes from. So squirrels? From, you said squirrels or scrolls? Squirrels. Oh. Not scrolls. I think it's scrolls. I've been drinking. My yeah. words are slurring. Oh. Squirrels. Yeah, because you're saying whore, like that whore girl that was watching on Instagram. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. All when right. you run over a squirrel, yep. do you feel bad? Yes. I do too. Yeah. And I, I go deep. Yeah. I think, like, I just murdered this squirrel mom. Yeah. Its babies are waiting in the fucking nest right now. And the mom will never come home, and they'll just die waiting on her to bring some food. Yeah. Or or it's a squirrel dad that is now going to be called a bad dad because he went to the store for nuts. Yep. And never came back. Yep. But it's not because he didn't want to come back. It's because he died. Right. He got run over by a car. Did you know the guy that created the Atari also created Chuck E. Cheese. Really? Yeah. That, that's creepy. That is creepy. It's weird. Like, was that guy, like, smoking weed? It, are there still Chuck E. Cheese's out there? I don't think so. I think there's one maybe in Jacksonville. Is there? Yeah. I don't know. Is that... I don't know if that whole, like... But I'm sure, like... Marketing I, idea is I, I would thing. like to... Well, I think the marketing idea works. I just think, like, they need to update it. If anybody's old enough to remember Chuck E. Cheese's in the 80s, like, when you look back at shit like that, it's super fucking creepy, bro. Let me tell you the animatronic. My first experience, and I didn't realize—I thought they were part of the same company. But my first experience at something like this was called Showbiz. Showbiz Pizza. Yeah, yeah, and, same type of thing. And I thought it was just another like runoff of Chuck E. Cheese, but they were they were comp- competing against. It. That's why I'm saying they, it was like a. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a spinoff of yeah, Chuck E. Cheese. I, that's what I thought it was. Yeah. But no, yeah, they did, basically did the same thing. Same thing. But yeah, you're right, dude. Like in today's time, technology and animatronics. Like, Chuck E. Cheese could be fucking badass. It could be. Uh, I mean, I don't know if they have the, that kind of money from that. You know, I've never eaten the food there, but I'm, I'm sure. Well, you know, little kids don't give a shit. Yeah, no, You know, no, you no, make no. a little pizza in the oven, don't care what exactly, you'll eat. Exactly, exactly. It's good. You I know? remember for a while they actually sold Chuck E. Cheese pizza, like, in the store. Oh, really? Like a, like a, like a store-bought, store-brand oh, no. pizza. But I was just wondering, is that guy just sitting around smoking some tweeds, you know? Yeah. Lighting up some weed wanna And, like, Weed-a-wanna. He, he was like, you know what? These guys need to eat pizza from a big rat, and then they need to first force my ticket currency on them yep. to buy things. Yep. <laughs> and spend like $10 and get a fucking spider hey, ring. get a fucking spider, <laughs> spider ring. ring. Did you know that in some parts of Texas, it's illegal, it's, it is illegal to swear, like to cuss in front of a corpse, a dead person? A dead person? Yeah, you can't swear in front of a corpse in Texas. Dude, anymore. that reminds me. Do you know that Val Kilmer nearly won an Oscar for playing a dead guy in a movie? What movie was that? I, it was like maybe five years the ago. The only dead guy movie thing I can remember is like the uh, Weekend at Bernie's. Yes. Yeah. So was it like that? No. Like, I don't think it was. Yeah. But it was It was like a um, like an old cowboy western movie type thing, and I guess he played a dead body almost the whole movie. And, like, they say he played really fucking good. Like, I'm just like... You know what I noticed about movies, though? Like, actors, if they... Like, if they... And I feel like this was... It would be easier if they act like someone who has, like, mental uh, deficiencies, like, you know, mentally handicapped people or, you know, people that are disfigured or something. I feel like it's... Once they get into that character, it's easy to stay in. Yeah. Kind of like... Um, What's eating Gilbert? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Like, Leonardo, I killed him, Gilbert! I, just, I killed him. It just feels like it's easy for me to do that. Match in the gas tank. 
boom, boom. boom. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Did you know that uh, some people experience post-sex sadness after they have sex? Is that like when they make fun of people like who cry after sex? Well, no. It's like um, it's like if you have you ever felt like intense feelings of sadness or anger or distress after you fuck someone? Nah, I'm like Al Bundy. I go to sleep. My thing is like, and I don't know if this is true like for all guys, but it always seemed to me. Now, if it's your wife, it's different. Or if it's your girlfriend, it's a it's a little different. Like you said, you just want to go to sleep. Yeah. Like, but when you are in the single life and you knock somebody off, you know the first thing, especially if you don't give a shit about them, you don't want to spend one more minute there. Yeah. As soon as you nut, as soon as you're done, it's like, okay, that was over. Uh, I gotta go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you want to just get out. Dude, that's my feelings about, like, jerking off in general. Like, you'll be thinking about something like, man, I really need to fuck today, man. I'm going to fuck this girl. And as soon as you jerk off, that feeling's gone. That girl don't mean shit. Yeah. She don't mean nothing. That's why I think it would it would cure a lot of people that are rapists. You know what I mean? Jerk, jerking off? Yeah. It'd be like self-care. All you have to do is if you start feeling that need, like you want to rape somebody... We should one. legalize jerking off in public. Yeah, but, wink but, one out. But sanitarily, like, maybe, like... We should, should have wink off booths. We should have, yeah, or we should come up with a product. Like, remember the, uh, what was that thing for golfers where they pissed in it? The piss club or something? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The wee club or some shit. And so it was basically like, it looked like a golf club and it had a little towel thing that you would like You're snap right. on your belt. You're right. And that way you just stick your dick in it and you could pee you just, right on the. You just pee right into it. Yeah, right right on the course. You just pee right in front of everyone yeah, and yeah, they didn't yeah. know what you're doing. <laughs> so if we could come up with something for rapists, like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, what was that product that uh, we introduced? And, that- I mean, I mean, you're you're only going to rapists, but let's just say sexual predators in general. Right. You know? Yeah, just something to hide your wanking. Uh, to hide your wanking, you know, where you can live naturally, yeah. but jerk off at the same time. Yeah, and if you've seen him, that you'd know, okay, well, that guy's doing a good thing. He's a rapist. We know that because he's he's the only one that can wank in public, but he's we just saved someone from being raped. You know what rapist I really hate? What? That goddamn Alan Jackson. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we forgot. Nope. <laughs> We ain't mentioned him in a him. while. I told you I seen him when I was in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. I, yeah, about a month ago. Yeah, he's probably raping yeah. people. I was. He was walking that down the fucking Alan Jackson. Walking down the speaking sidewalk. of other rapists, do you know? Did you know why Mister T wears all the gold chains around his neck? Why and all the gold on his fingers? Why? Well, let me tell you. It's because he used to be a bouncer before he got famous. Yeah. And when you're in those tussles and stuff, throwing those guys out of the bars, you know, a lot of chains get ripped off. A lot of rings fall off. You know, you're fighting with people. And he would just take them and wear them around his neck. Oh, so they're like trophies. Yeah. Well, I will say that I did read that whenever they would come back, like the next day or a few days later, that he would give them back. They'd go through the chain. He'd have a stack of chains around his neck, and yep. they'd go through Which it. one's yours? Which one's yours, basically. And he would give some back, but eventually, he just grew used to having all this shit on his neck. That's true. And did you know how he got famous? How? He was on... This is a real thing, because it sounds like something that's so fucking modern, and I would watch it. Right. But in 1986, there was a show called America's Toughest Bouncer. Oh, we can I, find that. I need to look this up. This is a real thing. I need to look this up. I didn't. I didn't do the research on it, but he was on a show called America's Toughest Bouncer, and he won. And I guess like that's st- what started his oh. his. Fame. I wonder what kind of like, kind of like what, what kind of competitions they had on that show. Yeah, like you know, throwing yeah, people out by their yeah, fucking head. Yeah, how far can you throw this guy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know? Can you break? How, how quick can you stop this guy yep. from sexually harassing this lady? How accurate are you with a beer bottle throwing it at someone's <laughs> face? <laughs> Did you know that cows hate country music? 
I did not know it's that. It's true. Yeah, you think that cows would be in vibe with, like, you know, country, because they're in the country you and shit like so, that. Yeah, yeah. But it's actually not the case. According to research, cows produce 3% less milk when they're listening to country, country music. Probably that goddamn Alan Jackson. It probably is. So they did a study, I guess it was in Sweden or something, where they played classical music for this group of cows, and they played country music for this group of cows. The classical music cows produced like a liter more than they normally do. Oh, a and whole one, liter of cola. Yeah, and the ones listening to that country bullshit uh, like was 3% less than they what they normally do. That's so, interesting. Yeah, cows ate, cows, who knew? So for my next segment, I just want a moment of silence. Okay. All right, I'm done. Go ahead. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Oh. Got to suck the head. They told you once with their mouth. Don't make them tell you again with their hand. The True Brew Podcast. Now, back to your hosts, Captain Geach and Ricky Mortis. All right, so when you're playing in a band, you've got a guitar player that does the... And then you've got a bass player going. Dum, 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 dum. You've got a singer belting out. Yeah, I'm not doing that part. <laughs> but you also got a drummer who does the beat, 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 beat. <laughs> You're right, Captain Keats. But this part is called the the meat, 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 meat. <laughs> That's right. And this week. The meat is talking about local bands, yeah. not like big bands that's already made it and huge. We're talking about bands that, like, in the local scene. Yeah, garage bands. Yeah, you know, coming up. You know, they're still playing shows and things, but, and, like, the reason we're talking about this is because I'm a musician, and I've went through all this. Come on, man. Be, you're a musician? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I, I did okay. Don't call yourself a musician. I bro. did okay. All right. <laughs> you did better than me. So first of all, I want to tell you guys, like, guys in bands, like, they're not hot. Normally, no, no. They're not hot. Well, you, it depends. It's stereo- not, not in garage bands. Well, it's stereotypical that, like, like a girl would be like, oh, you're in a band? I bet you, I bet you fuck lots of girls. No, not at all. First of all, we stink. Yeah. You know, like, we're dirty. <laughs> we stink. We're dirty. Um. I used to be in a band with this guy named Randall. You you know oh, Randall. Yeah. This guy named Randall, and like he literally stank. Yeah, I remember one time we seen him. We were out doing something. I think we were at a video store, and he come. We seen him coming across the parking lot, and I refused to let him in my car. We you could see the stink lines coming off of like him. Uh, like a pig pen from Charlie Brown. But I will say he had a huge dick. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that until later. He's got a huge dick. Yeah, I ran into him at the gas pump one time, and I remember you had told me that. The first time I ever met him, like, he used to, like, shape his dick into things. And he'd be like, dude, they'd be like, dude, check out what Randall can do. And he'd pull his dick out and, like, like make it into balloon animals. I remember animals. you showed me he was on, like, that OnlyFans one time or something like that. where he was He's doing, on Pornhub. Yeah, he was Pornhub. doing jack-off videos. He was doing jack-off videos, and then he had his little slutty girlfriend sucking him off on Yeah, there. and I'm like, holy shit, that's his dick? And I, when I ran into him at the gas pump, I was like... Hey man, I seen you on the video. He's like, yeah. But anyways, hey, off of Randall and his big dick and how he stinks. Like being in a band isn't as great as you think. First of all, because like if you're in a band, there's a hundred more local bands around you. It's not cool that you're in a band yeah. anymore. It's not like in the movies. Well, the, most of these bands start with you and your friends sitting around and going, "Hey man, what do you want to do? I don't know. Hey, you want to start a band? None of y'all know how to play a fucking instrument, yep. but you're gonna start a band." Yep. And that's pretty much how it happens, yeah. you know? And then, like, you either 
tried to write your own songs or you become a cover band. Yeah. Which is very common. I'm sure everyone listening to the podcast has went and seen a cover band. Right. Any cover band stories? Uh, Not really cover bands. I mean, I'll watch a cover band, but I'm not going to pay money to watch a cover band. Here in town, there's a band. I can't, They were called Rebel X. Yep. And I remember they had a... They had an old Greyhound bus. Yeah. And they actually wrote Rebel X on the side of yep. it. And they would bring it to the little dive bar. <laughs> like, it, it, they drove two miles to get there. You know what that is? That That's, an, well, and younger people can do it too, but it's, it's normally people who try to get ahead of themselves. Hey, we need a tour bus before we even know how to play a fucking yep, instrument. Yep, And that's the same band that did the Fog Machine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to tell that story? <laughs> oh, it was just at a, like this local local little dive bar one time, and it was just so cringy because they, you know, they had the little crappy lights that the bar had in there. Yep. You didn't have anything special. The only special effect they brought with them was this like thirty dollar Halloween fog machine. They probably got on clearance. <laughs> but what made it cringy was instead of just having it on a timer or having someone turn it on and off and whatever you know what i mean they announced it okay guys get ready we're about to do the fog machine (laughs) and people were like "Woo!" like the four people that were in there let me tell you like the bands i were in i felt like we we were creative like my ex-best friend nathan yeah like we were the guitar players of a band one time called ichabod crane yeah and we would write things on the back of our guitars and duct tape i remember one time he wrote suck my yeah. And then I wrote dick. And you would turn it so, up. So, like, in a part of the song, we'd lift our guitars up, and it says, suck my dick to the crowd. Yeah. Like, fuck you, crowd. You know? Yeah. But that was that, that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, how many bands were you, would you say that you have been in? Dude, it's ridiculous. Like, more like, than I, well, 20? It, it depends on what you call a band. Like, like to me, like... When you actually pick a name, I think that you're a band. Well, see that, yeah, I've had, I've had probably twenty. Yeah, but I, I, to me, it's a band that's actually played a show. Oh, that's that's when you're I've a had band? plenty of bands that like we got together and started writing stuff that never did anything. Yeah, but you're calling. You have a name. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. then you're a band. To me, you're a band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether you play a show or not, you're still a band. Right now, the guys just hanging around and jamming out, whatever. That's you know what I mean. And then someone says, "Hey, we should start a band." See, one thing Captain Geach won't tell you here. Years ago, he could actually play keyboard pretty well. Yeah, and I I used to always try to get him to come play, but. I, I don't know. I, think I don't know. It wasn't his bag. It wasn't my thing. He was into acting yeah. and doing movies and stuff and being an extra in that. And like, I, I went the music route. Yeah, I would come and support when he played, but I just, I don't know. He really did. Uh, crowd. Uh, so, like, we did some small touring, like, uh, up through the East Coast. And, like, the shitty thing about that, it's not shitty. I guess it's part of the band life, but you have to sleep on people's floors sometimes. Yeah. You don't want to pay for a hotel or you don't sleep in, you know, you'll find some. Some fat girl yeah. that liked your band, and she's like, "Yeah, you can you can crash on my floor tonight." Yeah, I mean, I get that. I remember when I used to do the paintball tournament thing, you know, the circuit, and we would share a hotel room with like eight or ten people, and you would just like, "All right, I'm sleeping on this corner next to this or whatever." Yeah. You know what I mean, you just. Kinda- I think I was for some reason, even though there wasn't enough room for you guys, like I would come along with you guys. I guess I was your cameraman. Yeah, for a while there, when Captain Geach was a professional paintballer, um, I was his cameraman. Yeah, um, and I would go out That's and true. and film uh, 
film him on the field and tournaments and stuff. And I used to love those tournaments, man, because they they'd give away like free monsters oh, yeah. and shit. I remember I drank when Monster first came out. We were we were playing a tournament in Raymond James Stadium down in Tampa, Florida. And they had just the green monster and the blue, the sugar free. Yep. But every time you walked by there, they would hand they you. They would one. hand you one. I drank eight fucking. Monsters. I remember balls, balls, energy. It, drink. it was like the 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 paintball energy drink yep. or whatever. They had just coolers full yep. of them. You could just grab as whatever many you as you want. Yep. I care. remember. I think one day. Like while you guys were playing a tournament, I drank probably a good ten to twelve. That's crazy. Fucking energy drinks. That's crazy. So, how many bands would you can, if you can remember, that? Uh, so you decide on a name for a band, but you, yeah. that, that's a process. You know, you figure out. Well, how about this? And someone throws out. Well, how about this name? What are some of the names that your band almost was, but then you decided on the name and you became like, say, Ichabod Crane. Was there anything before that where y'all was throwing it around? No, Ichabod Crane was pretty much like set in stone. That just sounded cool as fuck. But I'm saying, is there any other bands that you can remember that you was like, well, we're almost called this, or you wanted to be called something? Well, let me tell you, my last band that we actually did something with was called One Small Step. And uh, the where we got the name from was like Excite Bike was remade for Nintendo 64. Yep. And the code for No Gravity was One Small Step. Oh, really? And me and Nathan would play this shit all the time. And... I don't know. It just hit me one day. Like, what can we call this name? We weren't. We were a punk band. Yeah. And I was like, that's kind of punkish. One small step, America, all this shit. You know, political. And I was like, that's a cool ass fucking name. One small. Step. So did you like when I think when I heard one small step? Well, I was thinking like maybe this really means something. No, Not really. No. When whenever I first dropped the name, they thought they're like, dude, that sounds like a boy band. Oh, I don't want to be called One Small Step. It sounds like a boy band. So how'd you convince them? I don't. I, I, I fuck. They just finally got on board. They finally said fuck it. Yeah. So what are some other names? It was either going to be One Small Step or We the People. Oh, uh, We the People sucks. We the yeah yeah. Um, the name I really wanted, and this is no joke, because tell me if you didn't see this on a fucking marquee, you wouldn't want to go in there and watch that band. Was Rape Van? Rape Man. Rape Van. Yeah. You know, you see a name Rape Van's playing tonight. Whether you like that kind of music or not, you want to see what the fuck those guys are doing. Yep. Fucking Rape Van or Bloody Stool. I always want to see that Bloody Stool on the Hangar Seven marquee out. There was a movie one time where like. Uh, this guy didn't want to drop his daughter off to the show because the band was called Bloody Farts or something like that or something like that. He didn't want to drop his daughter off? Yeah. I wouldn't drop my daughter off at the punk at show the, either. At the Bloody Fart show? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, what are you bringing home there? What's one of the craziest band stories? Like one of the – maybe you're out playing a gig or whatever, and what's the craziest thing that you've ever run into? Well, you were part of this. Yeah. So we put – Oh, shit. Now, yep. So so we were playing a show at this like fucking nastiest fucking like like sludge punk fucking dive bar called Doozers in, you, Jack, in Jacksonville. You, yeah, where you won't you don't even want to take a piss in these places. It is fucking nasty. Like uh, first of all, most bathrooms Doozers. most bathrooms at like these like bars don't have doors on their fucking shit. And this place sure as fuck didn't. So so we get there, we set up our shit, you know, like we're supposed to be the first band, you know, we set up our shit. We're hanging out, already having a few drinks. Um, Captain G- Captain Geach is doing his usual thing, you know, going around, you know, like fucking with people. Uh, so one of the guys, I think it was the bass player, goes and uses the bathroom and he comes back out and he's like, dude, there's a guy in there already passed out beside the toilet. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I, I was like, I'm going to go in there and look. Then I, you know, I tell Captain Geach, I'm like, hey, 
come check out this like drunk guy in the bathroom. Let's, let's fuck with him. Or something. Yeah, yeah, let's do something. Let's do something. Let's, something let's fuck with him. So we go into this bathroom, right? And sure enough, there's this guy. You know, he's just like it kind of looks like he's like half like nudged up on the toilet like he's kind like of sleeping threw up or something it. yeah threw up you know maybe something and like captain geach over here is like i'm gonna draw his fucking face because i always brought a sharpie with me everywhere every time i went to see one of their shows tell them why because i like to draw dicks on the walls of bathrooms <laughs> i mean some people call it a sickness i just like to draw pictures of dick <laughs> some people will call it gay or they i've heard i've heard does your is your brother gay because he has a fatuation with drawing dicks on the wall i was just that's the he only, just loves the penis you man. know when when you when you don't draw normally and you get good at certain things yeah like i used to be able to do like uh like the floor a gator head yeah i could do it perfect yeah i can just knock it out oh that's cool but it's not i was just good you at drawing, good at drawing dicks. dicks yeah and he had a like trove a, of dicks yep superman dick uh <laughs> a dick riding a dick like a western scene I, that's my favorite yeah you can still see that that one at hangar seven you can anyways so tim's like tim our bass player he's like dude don't fuck with him and i'm like and captain geach is in the background saying I'm going to draw on his face. Yep. You know, I got the Sharpie ready. Yep. I'm going to draw on his face. Well, he's about to draw something on this dude, and somebody walks in. I'm like, dude, cut it out. Cut it out. You know, I don't want, you know, yeah. I don't want to get to a fight. I, yeah, I couldn't get a... There, I couldn't it might be a, someone's friend. Right. And I couldn't get a clear window where, you know, for that guy to leave or yeah. whatever. So, so anyways, we, just, we just fucking leave the guy alone. We yep. go back out and mingle our thing. So we get on stage, and we're, we're probably three songs in, and then, like, an ambulance walks through the door, like paramedics, paramedics with like with like yeah. a stretcher, and like the the lady, her name was her name, her last name was Doozer, and she owned the club. Oh, okay, and she come up, she come up and kind of stops us and tells us, "Hey guys, show's over. Like I'm, I apologize. You'll still get paid. We we'll move on." Well, we end up finding out that dude was dead. Wow. That dude was dead, man. Like, we're sitting there about to draw on this fucker's face. Yeah, I didn't really think about them because I was pretty lit, I mean, you know, yeah. drinking and stuff. Yeah. But, like, after, like, the next day when I, I finally contemplated that I was almost about to draw a dick on a dead guy's face. Sounds great. It sounds like a great song. Sounds like a good song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dead guy's dick face. Or I don't know. But anyways, we moved up from that. Uh, we actually, my, uh, I've, I, some of my bands, we've opened for some decent names like oh, the Misfits. Yeah, you were there for that. I was. Uh, Pennywise, Less Than Jake, Authority Zero, The Atari, Shine Down. Yeah, you know, open up for all these bands. Uh, good times. You know, like, uh, let me tell you something though. Let me let me give you an insight. If you ever see a local band on a big popular show. It's not because they were so good that they got there. You have to pay to get there. Yeah. You have to buy the ticket. Basically, what the what the promoter will do is he'll give you 200 tickets, and you have to sell all of them tickets to pay the show or to play the show. Yeah. Now, if you don't sell all them tickets, you, you have to buy those fucking tickets. That's crazy. Now, usually we came out on top. All right. You know, we did decent, but there was a time, you know, that especially when you're like, you know, we're from a town that's an hour away, and all the big shows, you know, are an hour away from us. You get fucked because who's going to buy a ticket for an hour away? That's true. You know, you, unless it's something huge. You know, one thing I used, I always want to know <clears throat> is when all and you're only in all these bands, like, you know, uh, you eventually you're going to come across a band member that you don't like, yeah, for whatever reason, right. What I never understood is like you would, you know, you, you kick a guy out of the band for whatever reason, like he's just not working out or you would make, you know, he wouldn't show up for practice a couple of times and you were like, man, you got to go. You guys seem like you always remained friends after you kicked the guy out. 
Yeah. Why? Like, I would be pissed. I'd be like, fuck you guys. Well, basically, it's kind of like a job. I mean, I don't know. It's yeah. I never wanted to look at it as a job, but you're there to do one thing. And just because you couldn't do that one thing together doesn't mean like you can't still can't be friends. Yeah, I don't know. Like if I was to name like a shitty band member, like we had this guy named Matt Cloud. Yeah, yeah, I said played one string. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was a bass player. He wasn't very good, um, but he he would always show up. That was his thing. He would always show up, and he was and he would always promote. Like he was always on Facebook, like fucking throwing our shows out there, and like. He started getting into drugs. He started doing meth and shit. Like yeah. he wouldn't tell us, but we could fucking tell. Right. So, uh, long story short, we played a show with Authority Zero in Jacksonville at Jackrabbits, and he was playing so terribly in the first song that the sound guy turned him all the way off, and then came to us and told us, "Like, hey, sorry about this, but I turned your bass player down because he was really ruining your show." And we're like, thanks. Let's just say that was his last fucking show with us, man. Well, he can only because he was just up there, like fucking, like out of his fucking mind, playing that one string. Yep. Not even playing it right. Yeah, I'm not a bass player by by any means, but I could tell that I was watching him closely. He could only play one string. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had he had no idea what he was doing. Like he would he would come to practice, man, and like practices. We usually had fun at practice. Do you remember back in the day when you would come to practice? I was in a band called Dead Like Disco. Yeah. With Tommy and David and Nathan. That was a pretty motherfucker, old Tommy. Tommy? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, he was you, a, pre- he was a good looking guy. You thought Tommy was pretty? Yeah. Like, I thought Dave David was the pretty guy with the emo s- oh, swoop no. over his face. No, Tommy was a good looking dude. But anyways, like, we would have bottle rocket wars. Yep. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I remember bringing the paintball guns and, and, like, ambushing them when they were coming back from the store on a beer run one time. That was the same time that... Uh, you would barge into, the, like, you would kick the bathroom door open yep. and, like, kick people off the toilet. As soon as someone went in there to take a shit, that was my, my MO, man. I would kick the door open or whatever, and I would drag them off in mid-shit. That so, was great. So, speaking of Captain Geach and bathrooms at shows, I'm going to let Captain Geach tell you about his MO yeah. at every show that I ever played. It's just one of those things where, you know, you, you start doing it, and you feel like you that's you're known for it. You know what I mean? Once you're known for something, you just, like continue doing it so every time we would get and it, i wouldn't do it at a really nice place if it was a respectable place but the place that doozer's place yeah that's a that's a good example like i would go in there shut the door and i would just have a fucking karate section where i would just <laughs> <laughs> oh, i would be kicking fucking paper towel things off the wall yep. busting the soap up it would rip the fucking toilet seat I, off i actually drew him a picture for christmas I have it. in his bathroom yep at the moment, so if you ever come to Captain Geach's house, take a shit, you're going to see the picture I painted of Tim, the bass player, getting kicked out of the bar, and Captain Geach kicking the fucking shit out of everything. Yep. Good times, <laughs> man. Good times. Remember when that, that lady at the uh, little dive bar uh, here in town pulled a knife on me one time? Yes. And I broke a bottle like I was one of the outsiders? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she, like, she was like a on, lesbian bitch. lady. I remember like we had just got off stage and like I went and found you and you were over there like in the corner trying to get a beer. Yep. And I was like, hey, grab me one too. And I, I forget what happened. I don't I know think, if you I were, leaned over to. I don't know if you were up on her too much. It wasn't her it was on her 
her girlfriend or whatever. But, you know, everyone's sitting in the bar and I reach between people to, you know, give, put my money on the bar for the bartender to give me the beers. And I remember saying, Hey, get off my girlfriend. I turned around and I was like, What'd you say? And I looked down and she's got a fucking knife in her. Yeah. Hand. Yeah. And I was like, Like, holy shit. Okay, bitch. And I fucking broke yeah, the yeah. empty beer bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the, the bar edge was kind of hard. So he broke the empty beer bottle on it, which just looked cool as fuck. fuck you yeah. know? <laughs> like, come on. You got, got a knife. You want to yeah. cut me? I'm going to cut you too. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. And she was like, That's not a knife. Yeah, this is a knife. But her little, she had a little pocket knife. But still, a knife's a knife, right? <laughs> and she's a girl. Well, so what? You gonna pull a fucking knife on me? I'll cut you, you fat bitch. You've been listening to the True Brew Podcast. If it's going on in the world, we're talking about it. Real, raw, uncensored, and completely unapologetic. We just don't give a sh. We do hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, make sure to like, rate, and review. And if you really liked us, you'll send us some pics of your wife, naked, or preferably your side chick, whichever. We'll be back soon. But remember, you can find the show on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Casts, or whatever you listen to your podcasts on. Check out the Facebook page and hear new episodes every Thursday. Y'all be cool, and we'll see you next time on the True Brew Podcast.